know you want, but don't get between me and the bloodline. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. I'm sorry I was late, but I had to uh, mix up a tasty glass of chocolate milk made with Fox's U-Bet chocolate Oh, U-Bet's the best. Oh, man, I love U-Bet. You know, and the bottle I got was kosher for Passover and all year round. Now, did you make a chocolate egg cream? Not this time. Just good old chocolate milk. Have you ever had one of those? I have. They're delish. My favorite things. But yeah, Fox's U-Bet is wonderful. For my 30th birthday, my wife bought me a case of it. (laughs) It was fucking great. I never even heard of it. New York, New Jersey type thing? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, going to Jersey. It's just a different kind of chocolate syrup. It's really yummy. Yeah. Is it is it better or just like sweeter than Hershey's? I don't. What's the first ingredient on that thing, Ben? I don't think the first well, ingredient. Sugar. It's well, not. Here's the thing. Uh, it's nutritious. Corn syrup. Uh, uh, it contains no cholesterol, but uh, 24 grams of sugars included 23 grams of added sugars, giving you 45 percent of your daily allowance in one. But serving. I don't think the first ingredient is. We have is, two servings, and you're good to go. Yeah. I don't. But I don't think the first ingredient is high fructose corn syrup. It, the hot, the first ingredient is invert sugar. That's science. That's like uh, it, it cannot be high fructose because it's from negative tone. It's kosher for Passover, so it can't have corn in it. Ah, I didn't know so that. No. Corn's not kosher, or just processed corn. No, corn isn't kosher for some people during Passover. Why is that? It's just one of the restricted uh, things. Do you guys have a matrix to figure all this stuff out, or something? Yes. Okay. The, the Colonel John Matrix. <laughs> There's a page that you can go to, and they'll uh, you just plug all of it in. That's pretty fun. Oh, hold on a second. I'm Colonel John Matrix. Have no guys, corn. Have, we got to eat it. Have you guys seen the Tenacious D movie, uh, Post Apocalypto? Yeah. Did you watch it, Dennis? I did. Now, did I, you, have, I had to clear my, uh, my YouTube history after that because my kids use my YouTube yeah, yeah, account yeah. to watch it, and I didn't realize there was that much sexual content. <laughs> did you enjoy it, though? It was it was fun. It it <laughs> spoke to twelve year old me. I love the robot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to look for that. It's re- Was it better than uh, Pick of Destiny? <clears throat> I thought so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's better. It's way different. Oh yeah, it's totally way different. But it's be- I I think it's better because it's it's all just like crude cartoons drawn by Jack Black yeah. and then like shitty voiceover work. Like it's really in- awesome. <laughs> and on top of that, there's lots of like sex. So it's kind of like got, it's kind of got like it's kind of got like a weird heavy metal vibe to it because you know there's yeah. a lot of like mm. dicks and tits and stuff in heavy metal. It's kind of got that feel to it. Yeah, you had me at. Uh, but there's no out and out sex in heavy metal. Yeah, there's not, but there is in this. Yeah, which is and, like Jack Black has sex with a robot. It's really funny. You could, like put it, you, could put, you could put it in my robot pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I will twist it. <laughs> I will suck it. <laughs> it's really funny. You should watch it. Um, but anyway, speaking of things we should watch, um, we all watched the Deep Space Nine episode, Blaze of Glory. I'm going down <laughs> in a blaze of glory. Ben, you know what song we're talking about now? 
I do. I actually watched the video before I uh, before I watched the episode. I need to watch the video. The video is really great. You know what's funny about it is uh, um, Emilio Estevez wanted uh, Dead or Alive mm-hmm. for the for Young Guns too. He wanted that song, but John Bon Jovi's like, no, oh, the lyrics don't really work for it because it's more like it's about a band touring or whatever. So he wrote uh, Plays of Glory for Young Guns too. This is John Bon Jovi's first and only solo number one hit. Yeah, in my opinion, a little too on the nose with some of the lyrics. <laughs> I like how he's dressed up like uh, the Native American in the Village People, which I thought is fun. He's got a very uh, Native American vibe, like Native, yo, I'm from Jersey. I'm a Native American from Jersey. But, uh, but yeah, it's, re- it's a really great song. And again, uh, Young Guns 2 is the superior Young Guns film. I don't care what anybody says. It's I can't good. think of the guy I can't think of in Young Guns 2. <laughs> that narrows oh, it down. Hold on. It's there not was- Terry O'Quinn, because he was uh, in Young Guns 1. Well, he was in two, also, wasn't he? Because he was, was in, he? You know, yeah. He he, was he in died in. Oh, oh my God. God. Where do they fall sequentially with each other? Um, they don't. They, there's no sequential order because in the first film they all die, right? Mm, not all of them. No. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland does, doesn't he? He die. He dies in the second one. Yeah. Mm. I know. Um, I think the only one who dies is Charlie in the first one. Of AIDS. <laughs> no, not Charlie Sheen. There was. Uh, there's Lou Diamond Phillips, there was Emilio Estevez, and then there was somebody else that when I was watching the video, I saw that and I'm like, shit, I remember that guy. Emilio Estevez, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Charlie Sheen, Dil, uh, Dilmont Mulrooney? Yeah. He I was dirty, dirty, Mulroney. dirty Steve Sin, uh, Stevens. Yeah, he was disgusting, spitting his chewing tobacco all the time. <laughs> yeah. I don't Second. think Terry, Terry Quinn was just in Young Guns 1. Oh. One Terry of the videos Oak. I watched, because it's the one where they're, they're like surrounded, and he's like, you got so-and-so with you? And yeah, goes, that's yeah. Young Guns 1. Okay, so that's where I saw Terry Quinn. Yeah, and then he got aced. Yep. I'm a big fan of Young Guns 2, man. That's my jam. I remember there was a summer when it was on HBO, like, constantly, and I just fucking watched it. Every time it was on, I must have seen during that summer. I must have seen Young Guns too, like fucking thirty-five times. It was wonderful, and like Vigo Mortensen's in it. Like you don't even know that. Like Vigo Mortensen's in it. He's in that movie. It's fucking great, man. Uh, I love it. It's awesome. What year did that come out? Nineteen ninety. Okay, that was a big. That was a big summer on HBO for Emilio Estevez because Men at Work was on a lot too that summer. So like I had a really, I had a lot of Emilio Estevez that summer. Well, yeah, but when did the movie come out? Was it also in 90 or? Uh, yeah, Men at Work. Yeah. yeah, Men at Work and Young Guns 2 both came out in 1990. So they were on HBO around the same time. And I just remember watching the shit out of those two movies. Oh. That was a good summer, man. The guy who played, uh, the guy from CSI, Grissom or whatever, he mm-hmm. played uh, Pat Garrett in Young Guns too. That's right. Okay. Cool. Cool. And then, like, what's his name? Uh, Balthazar Getty was the young kid in Young Guns too, and he got shot. And you shot the boy, Patty. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was good, man. I love Young Guns too. Christian Slater's in the second one, but he wasn't in the first one. No, he played Arkansas. Arkansas. He played. I remember. He played Arkansas Dave Rudabarb. 
Christian goddamn Slater. And he kept trying to pretend to be the leader of the gang, and he was like, no, you're not the leader of the gang. And then they, then they got into, like, a bunch of shit, and then Billy the Kid was like, all right, Dave, you're the leader now. And he's like, fuck you, man. I don't want to be the leader of the gang. It's a great movie. <laughs> See that movie a lot? Guano. It's bad shit. But anyway, um, I, I've seen it way too much. I apologize. Let's talk about Blaze of Glory. This is, I guess, the um, a continuing in the Michael Eddington arc. Played by the very bald Kenneth Marshall. <laughs> Balding. Balding, yeah. Yeah. Is that its official title? Yeah. I want to see that like on his IMDb page. <laughs> Kenneth the Balding. <laughs> I, can probably get, I can probably get in there and change his Wikipedia page. Does he have a Wikipedia page? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. What else has he been in? Uh, How the West Was Won, The Merv Griffin Show, Crawl. He was in Crawl. Um, he was in Baywatch. Yeah. Was he the guy? You know, he played Cowlin in Crawl. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. Yeah, he was the guy before yeah, he, he lost his hair. He was the guy in Crawl. He was the main character, apparently. Are you serious? Holy shit. That's what it looks like. What? Oh, my gosh. That little uh, thing he threw must have cut his hair. Ken Marshall is <laughs> Cowan, a prince who fights with a sword and a glaive. Yeah, he was the main character. I've never even seen Crawl. Maybe I'll have to watch it now. Yeah. Uh, Write up in Starlight about it, but uh, I never. I loved it when I was a kid. Watch it. Because I would I was ju- dumb. I would just like to see Eddington with hair, though. He was very. He was handsome, I guess, in the movie. From what I remember, there was a big Cyclops guy. That's cool. He got crushed by some walls. Is it the one with like the mechanical owl or something like that? No, no. that's uh, Clash of the Titans. Okay. That's, that's a good Harry one. Hamlin. That's a good one too. I used to, I watched that movie a lot too. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jimmy, you should check that out because that's, of, uh, Harry Hamlin when he that, was. I've seen both. I just, the five o'clock I, shadow throughout the movie. Just kind of like melded them together in my head. But it's interesting to think of that at one point when he had hair, he was an action star. Like he starred in an action film and that action film made $16.5 million at the box office. A leading man. Yeah, he was a leading man and then he went bald and then he became like just some guy on Star Trek. I remember the, uh, they had the, the Lady of the Web or something like that. They had to get something from this lady who lived in a spider web and this uh, like uh, stop motion spider was chasing the guy as he was trying to get to her it's intense i haven't seen that movie in like almost 20 years or something i saw it as an adult for the first time so it didn't Uh, i don't think it held up all that well (laughs) i can't imagine it does stop motion uh was it like harryhausen level or was it i I mean it's like early 80s stop like uh torture video stop motion (laughs) torture now I want to say, isn't Crawl based on like a like a um, Robert E. Howard property, or am I making that am I making that up? I think mm. I'm making that up. All right, never mind. But anyway, yeah, Crawl. We should all have. We should watch Crawl. I'm gonna watch it. See if I can find it anywhere. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that just to see a young Eddington, so we can see what he looked like with hair. Because I mean, again, we've talked about this in the past. Ooh, he's got a good head of hair too. That's a he real shame. Yeah. He's like. He's it's like he, he got cursed by a witch or something. Dude, in this part, though, like, let me show you this here. Let me sh- screen share. Like, this is really odd. But if they made fucking look at this picture of him and tell me what you what you see, who is that guy right there? Uh, that's the pilot from uh, Voyager. 
he's the guy that flies the ship. Uh, no, that that's not that's not Tom Prince. I'm thinking like if they would have done like a fucking Guardians of the Galaxy movie, there's your fucking Star Lord right there, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like yeah. he he could totally 100%. be like eighty Star Lord. That's a warning to Chris Pratt, man. Start using that for him stuff. Protect your hair, son. And if you <laughs> and if you do start going bald, shave it. Like yeah. just let it go. Because I mean, look at that shit, dude. Like the, he looks just like fucking Chris Pratt. That, I Although, mean, look I guess at you him. can tell it's kind of receding a little yeah. bit there. If you look if we're in the sides where the part is, but that yeah. quality beard. Helps yeah, but out. still though, man, that's very much Chris Pratt though. You hey, can't. Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson was in Crawl. Oh, so he's got the comparison. Hey, yeah, somebody there. actually has a side by side picture. I bet. I bet at that point, that's when Liam Neeson hated black people. Yeah, there were no black people in this movie. No, hey, Bob. Yes. <laughs> There's the comparison right there on the third picture. Yeah, look at that! Wow, that's crazy. Uh-huh. I didn't even see that because I saw the picture first. That's nuts. There you go. Very somebody crazy. needs to warn Chris Pratt. Calling Mr. Pratt. So. But yeah, so this is you the get all the muscles you want. Yeah, but protect you that hair. Keep that hair, and 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 this guy um, Ken Anderson, Ken Marshall, was in an episode of The Commish with the guy who learned that lesson well. As we all know, The Commish is played by um, um, Vic Mackey. Yeah, now, he, but he needed to be balding to be The Commish. Yeah, but he needed to be shaved to be Vic Mackey. Yeah, but he did do a lot for his career when he shaved his head. Because then he was like, now I'm like a fucking mean little bowling ball tough guy. <laughs> Look at me. You're the thing. Yeah. So. Just, time. He was the best part of that movie. That was that franchise. Oh, absolutely. Chris Evans was pretty good as the Human Torch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it pretty much killed his career, didn't it? Yeah, haven't heard yeah. from him since. I wonder what that guy's doing now. But anyway, Hi. really got typecast as a superhero. Typecast. But yeah, so this is the end of the arc for a Michael Eddington spoilers. The end? I guess. What, what, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> Although this comes back up uh, later. And what comes back up later? Uh, the whole uh, denouement of this episode. Ooh, that's a nice word. Now, what does that mean? It's fancy pants over here. I know. That was my favorite word when I was in high school, when I learned it. I don't, I'm not even sure what that word means, so I think you're going to have to explain it to me. My, my, my favorite word in high school was parenthesis. Ah, that's a good word. Well, it's just the way my English teacher said it. It was like super hot. But, um, parenthesis. But anyway, um, no, it's uh, the, the, the end of the Maquis that's discussed here. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, they're not the last of the Maquis. That's true. The actual last of the McKee are on a Federation starship on the other side of the galaxy. Has that not happened yet? Yeah, that's the Voyager's happened. Oh, but, oh okay. I got but, you. I so when you. they left, the McKee were still active and they hadn't been wiped out. Right. <laughs> now they're on the way back. And so they but the thing is is they're not McKee anymore. Okay, but by circumstance. I mean, yeah, you say tomato, I say tomato. I mean but, they, yeah. So, there's no communication between Voyager and, and Starfleet, so they have no idea what's happened. And it actually comes up, I want to say, third or fourth season? A Voyager? Uh-huh. Oh, we won't get that far. I hope I don't get that far. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that'll be the episode I don't have to watch. 
fucking bad guys? The Wheel of Voyager. Voyager's not that bad. Ben, Voyager's not that bad, but I think we can all agree that it's not that great. (laughs) Okay. What is the weakest series? The weakest Star Trek series? Ooh. The animated series. I don't know. Every episode of the animated series I've seen, I liked. Yeah, but it's canon comes into question constantly. Oh yeah, it God. does. It does. The canon is, is awkward because then at Who that cares? point, there's another giant Spock somewhere in the universe. <laughs> like, where's that oh. guy? Well, yeah, why not? Um, mad about it. The weakest Star Trek series, in my opinion, might be Enterprise. I haven't seen hardly any yeah. of Enterprise. I haven't either. I mean, that's the one I would be inclined to say just from what I've heard about it, but I, I think the first seven episodes are pretty good. Yeah, I think That's when what you I've seen. Watch them, they'll, you'll like them. I think you'll like Enterprise better than Voyager, but story-wise, I don't know. I think they could have taken some cool liberties with Voyager that they just didn't. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think I'll like Captain Janeway. Oh, no, Jane, Janeway is far and away the best part of the show. It's just the rest of the cast... Um, Chicote is almost like too smooth for me. <clears throat> he has his moments, but the rest of the cast though is kind of, I don't want to be a dick or anything and I don't want to hurt Ben's feelings because he looks like he's taking this very personally. But a lot of, a lot of the cast to me is, is very, uh, very bland. That's just my opinion. Going from like <laughs> going from Deep Space Nine where you have like interesting side characters like Martog and fucking uh, Quark and Odo and and even Garrick to go to like just Voyager where they're all kind of uniforms. Look at Ben's puss face. I love it. <laughs> fine. <laughs> has I love what he says. Fine. 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 I haven't heard. This is like season two, Ben, from like TNG. I dig it. He's very much like digging his heels in. Like, you know what? No, I'm not going to allow that on my watch. No. Everybody has an opinion. It's true. It's I've true. had opinions and then had to go back and change them once I realized uh, that they were uh, incorrect. All right. Well, we'll see. When, we'll see what happens when we get to Voyager, Benji. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, so what happened here in this episode? Who wants to explain what happened? It's dinner time. Uh, what's his name? Nog is Nog having dinner with there. the Cisco's, and they're eating squid. I like squid. Calamari, calamari, calamari. That's that's about the only way I'll eat squid. Fried, fried. Yeah, I've had it. I've had it baked. I had baked squid one time, and it was yeah, pretty tasty. Though the thing, I think uh, sautéed squid is pretty good. Jenny already knows this one, but like the onion ring-looking uh, calamari that you get in some places, right? Because mm-hmm. you mean it's broiled like I had it up in in Baltimore, where you actually got the little squid heads and and the pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or you can get it like the the ring style that's like breaded and fried. Mm-hmm. Had that a good bit, probably like sixty percent of the breaded and fried that you find out there is actually uh, not squid. Interesting. That's um, actually chitlings, uh, huh. pig intestine. Okay. Interesting. I've heard I've heard similar things about scallops. Um, like a lot of the time when you're eating scallops, you ain't eating scallops. I've heard it varies from like you could be eating fucking stingray or like well, at least uh, it's still seafood. Or a hobo. 
<laughs> that they found in the sea. Yeah, see? <laughs> that guy looks like scallops, right? A mer-hobo. Scallops, <laughs> Come on, man. I just need a rock to sleep on. <laughs> Namor the mer-hobo. Come on, man. I'm just trying to get back to Atlantis, man. Give me $25. Yeah. I just need, I need gasoline. I need to like... to Williamsburg just outside of Atlantis. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm straight out here to Williamsburg. I need $25 to get to Atlantis. Come on, Jack. Come on, I'll give you a snake bite. Come on, man, look. Look, give me your address and I'll mail you the money back to you. I need to borrow $5. My kid's got one of them plastic rings around his neck. <laughs> Calamari? <laughs> he done ate too much pla- He ate too much plastic and now they got to boff it out of him at the, at the sea doctor. Come on, Jack. It's been a while since I've had one of the guys needing to get back to Williamsburg. Why does everybody live in Williamsburg? Because it's too they far. Don't, they just need to get there. Yeah. Now, I wonder... Moms lives there. I wonder if everybody who needs $7.86 is trying to get back to Williamsburg, like, all over the country. Like, what's the equivalent? Like, if you live in Topeka, Kansas, where are they trying to go? When I was in... I How many Williamsburgs are there out there? I know there's Williamsburg, like, in uh, Brooklyn, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, there's got to be Williamsburgs all over the place. I feel like it's just about, like... 45, 50 miles away. Like it's cl- it's close enough that it sounds reasonable that they could get gas money to go there. Okay. They do it here in Newport away News. That you won't take them up there. <laughs> they say Williamsburg if you're in Newport News. Yeah. Well, wow. when, I was, when I was in Dahlgren, which is Where on is the, that? it's on the Virginia Maryland state line. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, what's it's uh, right where 301 crosses into. Uh, into Maryland. From okay. It's like near Fredericksburg, right? Uh, about 30 minutes from Fredericksburg. It's like 30 minutes from Fredericksburg, 30 minutes from Tappahannock, and 30 minutes from I-95. Okay, so yeah, but nobody knows where Tappahannock is. So where are they trying to go? Uh, Waldorf, Maryland. Oh, okay. And, maybe, it, and that's about 40 minutes away, 35, maybe, 40 minutes Maybe away. it's just places that start with W. Maybe. That's the key to believability. Waldorf. Which maybe they're trying to get to Wichita, like I'm trying to get to uh-huh. Wichita. I'm in Topeka, and I'm tr- I've got to get to my mom's house in, in Wichita. You know, you you've, maybe you've unlocked the secret to the uh, the William handling. Because there's got to be. I mean, this has to be. I know that we're very much localized here, and we're speaking very much in like Virginia Beach, Norfolk, Virginia. What is it for Cincinnati? I don't. I haven't encountered that yet. Is there a W town near you? I can look. Waukegan? It's got it's got to be in Kentucky though. I'm pretty sure. Here, hang on. I'm sure there is. Hang on. You guys keep talking. I'll look. That's probably the key to Cincinnati's. Like they want to they they need to get someplace in Kentucky that's across the state line. Yeah. Whiskey no, town. No, no, I need you, to get the whiskey town, man. You'd be, you'd be very surprised how little crossover there is. Like, really? if you live in Ohio, you stay in Ohio. If you live in Kentucky, you stay in Kentucky. I swear to God. Like I remember when we lived in Kentucky. Um, we were hanging out in, because we lived in like an apartment complex, like, you know, the big buildings, we had like a pool and shit. And like, we were swimming in the pool, having a nice time. And like, there was this old guy, I mean, old guy. And we were talking and he was like, so how long have you guys lived in Taylor Mill? Because we lived in Taylor Mill, Kentucky. And I was like, yeah, we've lived here for so-and-so, but we're looking to move into Ohio. We're going to go to Cincinnati. And the guy was like, Cincinnati? He's like, I never go over to Cincinnati, and if I do, I make sure I bring my gun. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Damn there's, Yankees. There is not a lot of crossover. I remember coming into, I was taking the kids to, like, one of those little gyms, like the little bouncy places, and, like, the mothers at the little gym were making fun of a girlfriend who lived in Kentucky, 
because I guess this lady was going to leave. That she, adds up, though. And she and she didn't put her kid's shoes on. And she was like, well, you better put your kid's shoes on. They don't want to think you're from Kentucky. So, like, there's not a lot of crossover there. <laughs> See, that's exactly why the panhandlers would ask for money to go across state line, because they know you're not going to drive over there to take that them. Sense. That makes sense. Like, I ain't going over there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to Kentucky. Here, t- take five bucks. Um, there's... There is Westchester, which is like northeast of of here. So they they could be going. That's in Ohio, though, right? Yeah, that's in Ohio. Mm. Is that about forty five minutes away, though? Uh yeah. Uh, it's a candidate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's valid. I'm trying to see a place a W in Kentucky. Um, white White Power Kentucky. White, <laughs> white yeah right. White Villa that which looks pretty far away. It might as well be white power. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of white places there. Well, there's Williamstown, which is way far down, Ooh. down 75, but that's probably about an hour. But you never know; they could be trying to get to. I'm trying to get, yeah, 45 minutes to an hour. I'd say so. anywhere that starts with Williams is going to be a strong candidate. All right, I'll have to find uh-huh. out next time. Nobody really asks me for change because it doesn't really happen around here. But I'll be like, "Hey, are you trying to get to?" Westchester or Williamstown? <laughs> it seems like Williamstown used to be Williamsburg, but they changed the name because too many people were asking for money to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you want to come to our place for? Like, uh, I'm trying to get to Williamsburg. Oh, there's no Williamsburg. There's Williamstown. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. where I want to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I'm trying to get back to see my wife, uh, Morgan Fairchild. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so they're having dinner and then all of a sudden my, my main man, number one Klingon dude comes in. Uh, Martog is like, we intercepted a bunch of messages from the Maquis. They shot some fucking missiles at Cardassia. We got to stop them. Ghost missiles. We got to stop these ghost missiles because they may have cloaking devices on it because very much like Iran-Contra, like the fucking, the Klingons gave the Maquis weapons to fight the Cardassians. Whoops. Right? The enemy of the enemy is my friend. Does that ever work out throughout history? I don't think so. Well, no, like, we gave, we gave, um, yeah, the, 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 um, yeah, that's what Rocky four is all about. Yeah. yeah. That, no, they that's not Rocky four. That's Rambo three. Or Rambo. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, Rambo, James Rambo. Bond. Uh, mm-hmm. remember, uh, when he, he, he hooked Which up one was the, that? Living, the living daylights. Yeah. Living daylights. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Say what you want. I love the Timothy Dalton movies. The Timothy Dalton Bond movies are pretty good. Like they have their they have their value. That was a good introduction at the he's beginning. A, he's you know, a the good little Bond. teaser. That was a good intro because we don't know who the new Bond is, and you, except his face has been on every news magazine for the last month. But they 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 have the all the double O agents doing like the the war games on Gibraltar, but then they murdered. And you know, as they each turn around, and then 007 turns around, and that's when we have the big reveal that it's. Uh, yeah, I want to say like in uh, *License to Kill*, how Wayne Newton is kind of the big bad guy. <laughs> yeah, Much like in real life, with uh, Benicio del Toro as his lead oh henchman. Huh. Hmm. I forgot that entirely. Yeah, and isn't isn't at the at, at the end of to, to to maim Felix Leiter. I, I don't want not to change the subject here, but I want to say at the end of Rambo three, doesn't Rambo isn't Rambo dedicated to like the brave fighters it of is. the Mujahideen? Yeah, yeah. And they, that, I think I believe they've edited that out since nine eleven. Yeah, 
But I know I saw it at least once after nine eleven, where they still had that at the end. Yeah, I want to or something. I want to say the only time the like giving weapons to the enemy of my enemy is my friend. I guess the closest I can think of is like World War II with the Lend-Lease program where they gave the Brits a bunch of weapons to fight the Germans, but the Brits were our friends. So then I guess that's okay. Yeah, Yeah, we've already done two. This was our second world war with the Brits. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know, but that would be that. That would be as close as I ever got to thinking it worked. But yeah, so the Klingons gave them a bunch of fucking cloaking devices to fight the uh, Cardassians and they may have put them on these missiles and we can't find them. So now we got to try to find these missiles, but how are we going to do it? I know just where to go, Cisco says. And this, uh, this shot uh, really me because that was Space Station Regular 1 from Star Trek 2. Yeah, that's and that's also upside down uh, Space Station from yeah. Star Trek The Motion Picture. But it looks like they didn't, even, they didn't reuse the model. <laughs> they just straight up took a clip out of Star Trek 2. And put the the slowly orbiting space station there, and then cut inside. That's what I was gonna say, Benjamin. That is the really quality. Oh my god. That, that is, is really fire. bad. That's really bad stock footage. Yeah. That's probably the worst example of stock footage I can think of in all of Star Trek. Uh, I think uh, City on the Edge of Forever, when they're showing like, oh, these are the historic times that you go can go to, and they're all like clips from Cecil B. DeMille movies. Yeah, but to be to be but yeah, but to be fair though, that was also the sixties. So I mean like stock oh, modern fo- trek. Yeah, of like modern trek for stock footage, that's pretty that's pretty it's shitty. Pretty well the what the Klingon uh bird of play, prey explosion. Well yeah, that um, one's been reused a few times too. Yeah. But has, has that been used in this yeah, I guess it was they use it in the movie. I know they used it in the movies like what, three times? Mm-hmm. Four? <laughs> As I know, it originally was from uh, from three, Star Trek four. Star Trek three, right? No, because they steal it in Star Trek three. I know they blow one up in Star Trek six. I know they blow. Oh, one. that's what it. Yeah, it's the one from Star Trek six. Okay. And then they reuse it in Generations. Okay. And every again. Every time since then, a, a bird of prey has been exploded. It's been that one. Those poor people keep dying over and over and over in a time loop. Yeah. yeah. It's actually in uh, the first episode of Discovery. Uh, it was the only canon star, Klingon starship. <laughs> blow up. They blew that one up first. Hold on. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> Put my eye drops in. Let me watch that shit blow up. And uh, you guys didn't go to Tidewater Comic Con, but do you know who was there? Do you know who I saw? Jason Isaacs. Killed man. Oh, see, I saw him last time we were there. Yeah, I, I saw him. I you guys. I was I, scared. He I only goes when I'm not there. <laughs> I saw him. Are you really killed, man, Dennis? I'm killed guy. My God, it makes I'm such sense. Guy. You don't see, it's the thing is, is on, on the show, we only see you from like, you know, mid-chest up. Mm-hmm. So we don't, you know, if we see the killed, it changes your entire appearance. Uh, hey, now. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> oh, shit. Bruce Wayne is Batman. <laughs> And you could also Bruce put on Wayne is black and Asian. What the fuck? <laughs> you could put, you could put on a red wig and probably pull off Kilt Man. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, he's got fiery red hair. He's a ginger, isn't he? Yeah, a little. It, it's oh. dark ginger. It's not like auburn bright red. It's the. Is he balding or is he in? Yeah, under, he had a, 
Threat of balding. Comic book guy hair, and the in the beautiful in the beautiful ponytail. Yeah, that like you don't know, Dennis. And he's he's big. He's a sturdy man. He looks like comic book guy in a fucking kilt. He's he's not as obese as comic book guy. He's not as charming either. I had a guy, a friend of ours, ran over to me. He's like, hey, hey, I want to show you this real quick. Is this him? And he snapped a photo <laughs> of him, and I was like, that's him. Oh my like, God. I fucking knew it. And then he ran away. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really fun if we ever made a shitty self-produced movie that we put on amazon prime we totally should it will be the search for kilt man i know where he is he's at tidewater comic con yeah every year he's just waiting to yell at us it'll just be a movie of found footage from other convention goers with their sightings of kilt man he came over to my table and he said that Wesley was a Mary Sue and knocked over all my stuff and ran away. <laughs> well, to be fair. Although I remember he disliked DS9 because that was, in his opinion, when Star Trek started going down the dark and gritty path and losing its way from the uh, vision that Gene Roddenberry had uh, first put forward uh, all those years ago. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whatever. I respect his opinion, I guess, but not really. <laughs> I respect his opinion, I guess, but not really. I don't. I mean, you know, I don't know. I think that all the series, as much as we pick on Voyager, all the series have their merits. He actually was part of the reason I started backing off of my anti-discovery stuff because it's like take a take a breath and just you don't want to be lumped in with him. Yeah, and his and sort. I, I started seeing more of his kind, and I was just like, I. I but what's crazy about that is you were anti-discovery before it had even come out. Yes. What? Yeah. Which is insane. No, it's not. Yes. No, it's not. I mean, you can be anti-something before it comes out. Not like, vehemently like that. I think you can, and I, I don't I think... Don't I don't like know. I, you can have reservations, you know? You can not be happy about the rumors you're hearing, but you don't know anything about it. But if you look, look at... how but, wrong you were, Ben. But if you look at the... Um, at historically speaking of Trek fandom, they're all always vehemently against the next piece of Star Trek lore coming out. Very much like TNG. They all fucking hated it. Like, according to the book and that documentary and stuff, they all fucking hated it. They were all pissed that it was coming out. They weren't excited about it at all. And it's great. And, but now it's odd because that Picard show is coming on and everybody seems stoked about it. Because it's and Picard. Like, it's, a, it's a character that we already know and love. And it's going to fail miserably because it's not going to be the same Picard that everybody knows and loves. So they're all getting all built up and stoked up about it. They've already started bitching about the uniforms. Ding, 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 ding. I don't care. I'm amped for it. But this, and, 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 and he, he doesn't say the things that I wanted him to say. And, and, <laughs> what did he say? It, it, is there a clip out there I'm not aware of where he? No, there, but as soon as it fucking premieres oh. at night, the internet's going to burn, and they're all be like, "It's just going to be." Really uh, Logan was uh, dementia Professor X. This is going to be dementia uh, Picard. Uh, I don't think he should be because that's you know in in the TNG twenty five years later thing, uh, all good things. The last episode he was you know dementia Picard picking his grapes, and we're on the you know. We're on the uh, Picard, uh, um, what do you call it? Vineyard. Winery. Vineyard, yes. Yeah, 
the, the wine place. But I, I, I'm not disagreeing with Ben. I think it's going to happen. Farm. Like, it's not going to be what people wanted, and they're going to be fucking so mad. That's why it's, it's so cool to see them being so happy right now. Because It's weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's really weird to see a Star Trek audience excited for a Star Trek program. That doesn't gonna, happen. This is going to fix everything. This is going to fix all the Jar Jar Abrams bullshit. This is going to fix all the Discovery bullshit. And, and because it's Picard, and it's going to fix all of it. And, and you'll see... I'm excited for it. I think I'm excited to see uh-huh. where it goes. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I, I think Ben hit the nail right on the head there, man. I think they're all, they're hyping this shit up and they've got it in their little brains about what it's going to be. And it ain't going to be that. And they're going to be mad as fuck. Just like it's, it's the last Jedi effect, man. I think I might be just as excited for that to see people pissed <laughs> off oh, yeah. for the actual show. They're going to be mad that it's not the Orville. I'm like, this isn't what it's supposed to be. There was conflict, and, and Picard never had conflict. He wanted to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Staff meeting. <laughs> we are staff meeting with the oh, great. Speaking of Picard, though, that BBC America had the uh, like a Klingon marathon the other day. Ooh, that sounds fun. So I got to see the one where he's a chat each. Oh, that's a good one. It was awesome. Yeah, I love that one. They just let him do whatever he wants, Picard. He just runs wild. He just runs wild. Because <laughs> he's a bald man and he accepted it. Yeah, and he did it really well. <clears throat> but yeah, no, because I think it's going to be a lot of the Last Jedi effect. Because I mean, like, everybody was like, oh man, who's Ray's parents? Who's fucking Snoke? This is going to be fucking dope. And they fucking shot that shit down in the first, in one scene. Like, yeah, Snoke's nobody important because we cut him in half. And Ray, oh yeah, your parents are nobody. Yep. So, what? Oh, well, well, they're just lying. They're just lying so that, that it distracts, distracts, uh, it, it distracts him, and, 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 and Ben Svolo doesn't know it. Oh, what? That's the perfect impersonation of the angry fan. That shit was hot to death. Except more, more tweeting. What? Why does Ray look so fat? I don't understand why this man. Who's the Asian girl? Why is she here? She can't have a fucking love interest with 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 Finn because Finn is supposed to be the love interest of Poe Darren. And, and, and I don't understand why you fucking got me to, to, to fucking accept this whole homosexual thing. And, and, and maybe make peace with that, and now you're breaking it up before it even started, and fuck you for doing that. I already jerked off to it like five times. <laughs> Bullshit, because now I have to, to undo all those fantasies. <laughs> you gave me a fucking jacket, and that means you're like, like, like in high school shit. Bullshit. I hate this fucking bullshit new Star Wars. Sucks and Jar Jar Abrams fucked up Star Trek. Then he came over here and fucked up Star Wars. No, he he was good at Star Wars because he just made the same movie. Yeah, they like the J.J. Abrams film. They don't like the Ray Johnson movie because it challenges uh, it challenges their dumb little brains. And don't they have to come back and uh, they're they, gonna re- bring Jar Jar back so that or Jar Jar Abrams back so he can uh, fix all the stuff from the save the galaxy. Yeah, they gotta try to recon it all so everybody's happy. No, no, no. Uh, he's lying. He was lying. But uh, your parents are really fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi and 
fucking uh, Princess Leia had a Mon Mothma. Yeah, Mon Mothma and Ben <laughs> Kenobi had a hot love child, and it's you, Ray. You're so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Mon Mothma couldn't have a baby because sure, fucking pussy didn't work like that. So she was artificially inseminated. By, and, and and dead Padme carried you to term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you're connected. No, that was Parthogenesis. So she yeah. just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. She was the Metachlorians, bro. That's right. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, they, they when when uh, Darth Vader got <laughs> killed, like his blood spilled and some Metachlorians fell out, and that became Ray. Yeah, and then the heat from the fire. Grow into so she's from she's from the sanctuary moon of Endor originally. Yeah, and then and like when we gotta go back there in this movie to find her birthplace. Yeah, yeah, and like when they throw the emperor down the hole, that was just like a big slide, and he was yeah, going. We had a parachute, <laughs> <laughs> and he raised Ray on on Endor until he had to send her to to the, the desert planet to be raised by uh the 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 guy uh simon Pegg guy yeah yeah that's what happened simon Pegg guy so yeah that's the, that's the guy i can't remember the character but simon Pegg played him what's his name um the guy that uncar plute uncar plute i believe was his name i know that because it's in one of bobby's books that we've read like a thousand times but yeah all that stuff happened yeah and then like Fucking Ben Solo is not going to be Kylo Ren. He's going to have like a Darth name, and now all of a sudden, for some reason, he's, he's got schizophrenia. See, gonna, that's why, and, and multiple personality disorder. And I can't believe they haven't put the fucking mask back together in the goddamn trailer. It's like just with gorilla like, glue. Yeah, it's like come <laughs> the fuck on, man. The like shows up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Wookie. Yeah, Wookie glue. Come on, man. Like. <laughs> Let him be his own dude. Like, I like Kylo Ren. Like, why does he have to be a mask? Like, why does he have to wear this? I mean, fucking stupid. Because he's moody, man. Because fucking nerds, that's why. Because they ruin everything. Are we going to learn more about the Knights of Ren? Maybe. What wild and crazy nights they were. Yep. Like John Lennon's Lost Weekend. He went out and did a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah. But anywho, so like, yeah, so they get Eddington and they're like, hey, man. You're gonna fucking help us find where this launch site is, because then you. I'm not gonna help you do anything. I'm just gonna lay here and die, because <laughs> I'm a little bitch. Yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> How long was his prison sentence? Life, right? No, I don't think so. He got life. He's Did a he? traitor. Yeah, he's a traitor, bro. Okay, well, so is uh, Cisco's girlfriend, and yeah, she that, I, I really no, 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 not a traitor. She was just aiding and abetting. Hating um, betting traders, not a full blown trader, man. But I, I think I would believe in the 24th century that you know the Federation is all about rehabilitation. Yeah. Well, he, and said, I, he said something about counselors and yeah. Uh, yeah. rehabilitation sessions. And I found it odd that he was in the exact same outfit that they caught him in. Like they didn't give that <laughs> motherfucker a change of clothes. Like he's been in jail for months and they, he's been wearing the same fucking clothes. Like, doesn't that motherfucker have another outfit? Like, he's he probably just replicates the same thing every day. <laughs> what do you want to wear, Eddington? That. I want to wear that. What is my leather jacket and my shirt with the ripped neck? That's what I want to wear. Computer, replicate Eddington outfit one. 
<laughs> because there's only one. Yeah, because I'm Eddington, and this is what actually it's Eddington outfit one A. Because <laughs> one is the one that's the shirt's not torn, and one A I have the tear. So I'm a I'm a Billy badass. Don't look at my hairline. And yeah, like Eddington just bugs the fuck out of me because like he his voice is annoying, mm-hmm. and like. Looking at his fucking face is annoying. And he's bald, man. Like, how can you be villainous and be bald? Get, shave your fucking head or get some hair plugs. It's just not working for me, man. Uh-huh. You can't be tough and balding. Like, you can't have the fucking island, the little dinky island hair. Wear like, a hat, man. Yeah, wear a fucking headband like LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, do something. Hey, it didn't work because it, it, it helped stimulate the roots and that hair came right back. Yeah, didn't it? Uh, like, uh, th- th- I could see Cisco. Eddington, what's with the headband? <laughs> what? I just, I'm sweating a lot in jail because it's hot in here. That's right. <laughs> I converted to space Islam, too. <laughs> <laughs> space Islam. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I just, Eddington's voice bugs the fuck out of me. And he has a lot of lines in this episode. And he's yeah. such a smug prick, too. Yeah. That's the thing that was driving me nuts the entire time. It's just He's like, not really good at it. No. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. If he was confident, it, he could pull it off, but he's not. Because he's bald. Piece of shit. <laughs> you can't be a no. smoke. Yes. Kroll, Kroll Eddington, he could have pulled it off. Yeah, totally. He could have been like Chris Pratt famous and shit, you know? But now he's just some fucking bald guy. He's just a man with a man's courage. You know? Like, I just... Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't. I wonder what hair plug technology was back then. Because I mean, like, look what back it did. Twenty fourth century. <laughs> no, well, I mean, in the twenty fourth century, yes. But I mean, look what it did for Steve Carell. Like Steve Carell was bald when the office started. Now he's got a beautiful head of gray hair, and people be loving his yeah. ass. You know, where's his agent being like, "Look, dude, you're bald. We got to figure, got to figure this out." What's like hair plugs were not great back in the day. Yeah, it looked look like a Barbie bald. doll. Yep. Yeah, but at the same time, too, though, I mean, like, why not? just cut it super short like Matt Lauer did like I was watching that OJ Simpson thing and he's a bad example because he be fucking making people watch him jerk off and stuff but I mean like <laughs> he shaved but for his hair head. stuff he was yeah but for hair stuff that. like I think he made a good decision because he was balding and then shaved it all and then it was like oh that's just Matt Lauer you know he's I, I didn't like the transition I thought he should have done it to pay <clears throat> I do have to respect Eddington for not going with the comb over though I think that's probably the worst mistake you can make yeah, yeah. but yeah but at that length though it just I mean, doesn't it, look good it practically was a come over because he just had like all these long pieces that just kind of like just sat there and yeah I, I knew a guy in the navy that he in had the navy. Well, he had the editing, Eddington effect, uh-huh. but then instead of like how was Eddington it Rob Corddry? No, but how Eddington has like the wisps. Yes, on, this guy had like a tuft. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the Rob Corddry. Yeah, that's the island. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Rob Corddry yeah, had that hair like that. You know what he should have done, man? I know this is a reference that only Dennis is going to get. Ben, you might get it too on Saturday when you watch the Champions League final. He should have did the Sadio Mane. Which is just fucking cut that other part back so it just looks like he has a giant forehead. Yeah. Because uh, there's a soccer player, Sadio Mane, who's clearly bald up front, but his hair starts like in the middle of his head. He might just have a five head. No, dude. I don't know be... if he's if he's balded that much. I don't know, dude. That Some people have five heads. I don't know, dude. 
That's a bad look is what I'm saying. <laughs> that shit, his hair starts fucking here. I'll, I'll get a picture. It's ridiculous. He ain't fucking fooling anybody. You're bald, Sadio Mane. Done. Done, son. So are you going to watch the game, Ben, on su- Saturday? Well, I've got it set for the DVR. DVR? you got to watch this shit live, Ben. This is the European I- Championship, my friend. I'm trying to be on this Saturday. So. Jenny, did you decide what team you're going to roll with? I don't know. <laughs> you don't care. Here, look. Look at that shit, dude. Come on. Your hair does not fucking start there, <laughs> Dennis. Like, it doesn't. I don't care what anybody says. That guy's fucking bald. Look, I like it, though. It's it's kind of a different way to, to style it. Yeah, like, no, it's a different way to rock it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, why have that little patch of hair there? Like, yeah, that fucker is bald. Your hair doesn't start there. That's not natural. Real Madrid is going to try to sign him? That's what I heard. That's the hot rumor. Hmm. Not how hair works. They're trying to sign everybody, Real Madrid, because they ain't shit. That's the Galacticos. They get somebody hot. They hot. They ready to roll, Jack. But anywho, so yeah, so I don't know, man. Like, I know Eddington is just not a worthy adversary for me. Like, this is a really good episode. I like where it goes. I like the. He I does like, pull some good uh, low blows on Cisco with the whole Cal Hudson thing. Yeah, no, that was a yeah. really good. That was a really good callback line. And honestly, I thought he was already dead. I thought he died in the episode that he was in. So did I. <laughs> so did I. I'm not gonna lie to you. Just make it worse. He's like, yeah, we uh, we we knew knew Cal, and he actually cried your name about how he felt betrayed by you, uh, Benjamin. And he was like, tell Benjamin I, I had hoped that he would forgive me. And then he died in my arms. And, and just, it was horrible. And he, he, the whole time he was here, he was talking about how he hoped that you, you'd finally forgive him and, and see the, the error of your ways. So he wanted him to join the Maquis. He was a good man. How can that be, Cisco? He was Maquis. Yeah, I don't like Eddington, man. No. But, but I, I like Cisco to just punch him in his face. He did. That did happen. Yeah. It happened later in the episode. I'm saying he, I wanted it to happen like the entire episode. Like every yeah. time he opens his mouth. Just, punch him in front of his wife. Yeah, and he fucking yeah. sucks too. And like they're eating the replicate. They, yeah, it's like take this wife and then I want him to like mouth fuck her. Like check this out, Eddington. Oh, you're, look, she likes it. She <laughs> likes it. <laughs> and Eddington's you, like, I kind of like this too. <laughs> you all, Eddington, you all cuck home to me. <laughs> He looks, like, he looks like he could be a cuck in a video. Oh, he could totally be a and cuck. Cisco dude. would be the uh, guy who did it to him. <laughs> Look at Ben's face. <laughs> Your name is now Michael Floorworm Eddington. But yeah, dude, like, I don't know, man. Um, I will say this, especially the part two where Eddington's talking about eating replicated food. And he's like, about, God, I was so annoying. I just wanted to punch him. Like, he's fucking annoying. He's like a hipster dick. That's like, oh, you're going to eat this fucking synthesized proteins and carbohydrates. Tomatoes that I grew myself. You know how hard it is to grow tomatoes, man? It's not that fucking hard, man. I got tomatoes out in my fucking What? Well, in the Badlands? No, growing tomatoes, that was like the toughest shit for me. I, and I, when he started about that, I was like, yeah, it's either too much fucking water, it's not enough fucking water, it's too much sun. Fuck you, tomatoes, all right? I fucking love tomatoes, but I hate to grow the bitches. He's, he sounded like some guy that just went vegan and was all like, uh-huh. poison oh. your temple, man. Not GMOs. Yeah, bro. I would just say, man, look at your hair. 
<laughs> that you have a healthy diet. Are those tomatoes going to help bring back your hair? And <gasps> Slam! <laughs> Just shave it like me. But yeah, he was, I swear, he's just annoying. Like, he's just, like, everything. Oh, that's real food. Uh, so he sounded like a fucking douche at, like, Whole Foods or something. Yeah. You want to punch him in the dick. Sweeter than a ch- corn that's sweeter than a, than a child's smile. That's creepy. Oh, that was creepy as shit. Sweet corn, yeah, corn of mine. You sound like a douche. I'm glad you died. But then, um, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, should we even mention the B story? Because it's kind of dumb. Well, it was dumb, but it's, you know, the episode's title, if you don't like Eddington, is uh, Nog Grows a Pair. Yeah, I like the B story because I like Nog. There's some personal growth for him. Like, Nog is mad because Nog. But he picked the fight with the right Klingon. Yeah, he did. Like, of course, Martok's going to be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Uh Because Nog is mad that none of the Klingons respect him. So, like, he tries to get, and Cisco gives him really bad advice. He's like, well, fucking man up to him. Yeah. They're like, dude, they will fucking, they will kill him. Like, they will literally fucking murder him. That might have been Cisco's plan. Like, I don't like you hanging out with Jake. This is my way to get rid of it. My son won't be friends with a Ferengi. <laughs> and why does Jake dress like a fucking old-time prospector? Like, with the fucking pants and the vest and shit? Like, why the fuck does he look like he's from the Dust Bowl, man? Like, what the fuck, dude? Well, you know, styles are cyclic. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he's this a hipster. A, this is an Old West show. So he's got to look yeah. the part. I mean, I get it. You want to fucking be a writer, but you don't have to look like you're in a fucking John Steinbeck novel here, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here with the vest and the fucking high pants and the striped shirt. You look ridiculous. Wear some space clothes. What are you doing? Not even reflective. No, like... How can you call yourself wearing space clothes when nothing reflects like He doesn't look like a baked potato in the slightest. Like, what the fuck, man? He doesn't have any unnecessary reggae stripes and shit. Like, there's no, there's no weird fibers or textures on his jacket. He just looks like a fucking prospector. At least let him wear mustard colored. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got that one mustard colored sweater that he used to wear back in uh, season one or two. He used to wear it all the time. Of course, oh. that you know, it it would fit on an arm now. Yeah, yeah. You know, style. That color's that color's so last century. <laughs> I wonder if he went to the producers and were like, "Look, man, you're not gonna fucking dress me like Wesley Crusher because that kid's a fucking nerd, all right? I'm a, cool, I'm a cool black dude. Well, what do you want to look like, cool black dude? Like '40s era hobo. Like that's that's what I want to go for. That's Jake's look, all right? '40s era hobo. Well, maybe look like an Okie. Maybe maybe Nog. When he came back from 1947, <laughs> told Jake about what the hobos were wearing. Well, he just thought they were like cool guys. And he told Jake about it, not knowing that they were actually like the hobos that lived outside the Air Force Base there. Wow, that sounds awesome. Yeah. That's where it came from. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, so Nog just wants respect, bro. And then I, I enjoyed the conversation they were having as they were walking around the promenade about like, hey, man, if I got a girl over, don't fucking come in, bro. And they start bragging on each other like friends do about that. And then he goes to yell at Martog, and it worked. Yeah. He told Martog to fuck off, to hit, hit the brick. Yeah. And he did. He was loitering. Although this whole thing was kind of racist. You think it's race? It's it's race based. They're like, because the first time he wanted to arrest them, they were being too loud. Like, fuck you, motherfucker. So what he's saying is only 
one person under the age of 16 is allowed in quarks at one time and no backpacks. Is yes. that what you're saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and the other thing was when you had the three Klingons up there loitering, supposedly, uh-huh. if those had been three humans, nothing would have uh-huh. been. Or a human and a Ferengi, like they used to do all the time. Exactly. It's so you're fun. saying Nog is... Three Klingons standing around together, and all of a sudden, you know, it makes, makes Starfleet nervous. Yeah. It's a mob. What's so going on around here? So you're saying Nog is make Deep Space Nine great again? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Let's call the cops because the Klingon picnic's too loud. <laughs> Dennis, get on it. We need that. He starts crying when Cisco shows up. They were being mean to me. We need that Photoshop, Dennis. Make that happen. <laughs> Put Nog's face on that lady's body. <laughs> All right, so you're saying that it's racism. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. I can get down with that. All right, so maybe Nog's a racist. I hear Dennis typing away. Do it, Dennis. <laughs> I'll have it ready in four months. <sighs> hey, man, whatever. Better late than never. This episode I'm, will I'm be out tomorrow, Ben. I haven't been on the show in like, what, a month now? Yeah, we, and we've missed you terribly. So you unsubscribed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just like, well, no need to download that anymore. No wonder why our numbers went down so much. It's so weird. But yeah, um... So then we get back to deep. We get back to the fucking space station, and they, you know, they land because this is where the missiles came from. And all of a sudden, there's Jemadar there, and they're fighting fucking Jemadar, and they just don't understand like how the Jemadar found this place, and blah blah blah. And there's a bunch of dead Maquis guys around, and then Eddington gets all fucking whiny and I was supposed to lead these people. You're not. You're bald. You're bald. I mean, like, has there been a... That was a lot of dead extras. Yeah, a lot of dead extras. It's probably just one guy they just kept picking up over and over. (laughs) Oh, no, they had the big... They pulled away for the long shot. That's just mannequins. I was going to say, some of those are dummies. Yeah, they're just piles of clothes. (laughs) And then some of them are mannequins. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are mannequins, some of them are dummies, some of them are a pile of clothes. I I recommend you uh, look up the story with Jude Law and uh, Robert Downey Jr., when they're talking about filming uh, one of the Sherlock Holmes and the dummies that they use for dead people. It's a very, very cute story that it All right. tells you about. Did they molest the dummy? <laughs> I hope not. Well, you have to go check it out. Who's the guy? That, the dummy? I know Ginny would know the answer. So, of course, she's... It's a good thing she stepped away. <laughs> yeah, she's gone. She had to leave. She's like, I don't want to be any part of this. The, the BBC America uh, talk show guy. Graham Norton? That's yeah, that's where they tell the story. Oh. Um, yeah, it's on YouTube. You'll find it. You'll love it. That's oh, fine. It's wonderful. Uh, but I mean, like, yeah, think of has there ever been a bald president? Nah, son, you know yes. what? Who? Who's a bald president? Wasn't Millard Fillmore bald? They were. That's the day. Or James, James Buchanan was bald and he sucked. Who think, about, bars? think about like new presidents, son, like TV presidents since like Kennedy. Has any of them been bald? Yeah, I guess James Buchanan was before the camera. Yeah. <laughs> like Kennedy had hair, Nixon had hair, uh, Leonard what, uh, Johnson had hair. Lyndon Johnson was, he was kind of balding a little bit. He was on his way to Eddington. Yeah, he was, yeah I think he may have. Let's Ronald look. Reagan had like Anchorman hair. Yeah. Gerald Ford was kind of bald, but I don't think he counts because he didn't get elected. Yeah, he did. He was not elected. <laughs> True. LBJ had hair, man. Like it wasn't. He had old, like white, like old, racist, racist white guy hair. Yeah, ironically. 
Well, not yeah. ironically, but you know. See, look, that's not, he's not really bald. He balding. It's, well, that's an early picture, though. Look later into his, his administration. Yeah, look when they started taking color photos. <laughs> they didn't do that. He's like, I don't want no color photo. <laughs> oh, you mean nothing colored this white? You house. mean black and white, not black and white. All right, man, you should have said that, man. I didn't understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, he's, he looks like a racist old guy. He's got really racist looking ears. Those are really long racist. The, uh, Randy Quaid's brother. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Randy Quaid? No, Dennis. Randy. Dennis Quaid. Oh, who's the the doofy looking? There's the one that's the action hero looking star, and then there's the one that's on National. Uh, Randy Quaid is the guy on National Lampoon's. Ra- Randy Quaid did uh, Johnson uh, LBJ in a in a biopic. Really? And and he was dead on. I mean, the, the, he had the floppy earlobes, the whole thing. Yeah, he's got definitely got racist ass ears. I mean, Jimmy Carter had hair. Ronald Reagan had hair. Eisenhower was kind of bald, but that was before TV and Kennedy. Um, yeah, but he no, he was, he was like a war hero. But yeah, that's the thing that got hit. <clears throat> he had he had general bald head. Yeah, he was like I'm a service man. Yeah. But yeah, man. So it's like Patrick Stewart. You know, Patrick Stewart had like authoritative bald. Yeah, he's a power bald. Like, yeah, he is a power bald. Yeah, he's a power bald. That was the thing was when they they asked Patrick Stewart about that when they were casting him, or not Patrick Stewart, but somebody where they were like, you know, in the future, don't you think they'd have a, a cure for baldness? And I think it was Rodberry, wasn't it, that said nobody uh, would care. In the future, nobody cares. Yeah, they do. You just accept people for who they are. Although it was weird in the. Uh, that one flashback scene where he's carrying Jack Crusher's body, like mm-hmm. they put like fake hair on his head or whatever. <laughs> balding. Ball, he was balding. Yeah, he was Eddington. Eddington. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, his was his was was like mine, but really thin. Yeah, that's called balding. No, this is not balding. Is- no, you're not balding. That his was balding. Yeah, but not Eddington balding. <laughs> Eddington balding is bucking. Borderline Eddington. Yeah, but what happened though? He was a nobody. Then, then he shaved his head. He got the horseshoe, and then he became a powerball. And everybody loved yeah, him. According to to Nemesis, uh, he was bald at the academy. I don't remember Nemesis. I'm trying he to block. He had a full head of hair when we saw him get stabbed in the monkey heart. Maybe he went bald really fast. That does happen. That's what happened to him in real. Or life. maybe he was he like he he started to come to terms with it, so he kept changing his toupee. Said, you know, buddy, I'm okay with this. This is ridiculous. Everyone knows that I'm bald. I'm just going to do it. I mean, look what happened to Cisco. Like Cisco was having the male pattern, then just shaved it, and all of a sudden he became captain. No, I think uh, Cisco was just too fucking cool for hair. Yeah, he was like, I don't need this hair. He needed to get back to a man called Hawk. Yeah, and then he became a Billy badass. But, uh, yep, and then uh, they they find a bunch of people in, like, a meat locker. He's like, what are you doing here in the meat locker? I don't understand how we here. Where are the missiles? Where are the, the runabout? The, there are no missiles. It was all a trick. Yeah. It was all a trick to get to get them here and get these people out. Get your people to the chapter. You got to get them to the, the runabout. They're going to get away. We got to fight off the Jemadar. Go! And that's what happens. Pew, 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 pew. And then Eddington gets shot. Uh, uh, I'll be okay. And then he starts talking to himself and like pretending there's a bunch of other people around. Jim, I don't give a fuck about you. 
They don't give a shit about you pretend people. <laughs> Need a rousing song. That was the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That was like the biggest bitch way to go. I need a rousing song. A menstrual boy to the war has gone. <laughs> Somewhere over the rainbow. <laughs> you know, come on, man. And then he dies. And then Dennis was making fun of him on Twitter. Why were you so outraged about that, Dennis? I wasn't outraged. It was so stupid. <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> dead <laughs> anybody else one shot from a jim hadar you're dead him he got one that disabled him and then he got like four more to take him down and he still had a final line got a he's so line. smug yeah he's able to power through it he's like that didn't hurt yeah. what would have been great if she came back she's like oh did you call me and then she gets blasted yeah. <laughs> i was hoping she would have died and he lived because eddington sucks and i wanted him to live with that and he could have been like a really villain guy yeah now he's no, dead. but then he would have to shave his no, he'd have to shave his head for that. Like it's not believable. This is his redemption though, because he, he gets was, so mad his hair grows back in. <laughs> <laughs> he was a fallen Starfleet officer. He was a player. And so the only way to redeem yourself for that is to die. Yeah, and he died a hero's death, I guess. Yeah. But was he really a hero? Was he really a villain? I think at that point they kind of knew the Maquis was done. So they just kind of wanted to get everybody out of there. Get out of here. Run, go. And then we cut back to the runabout and Rebecca's going down on Cisco. She's like, oh, you're a real man. Like, yeah, she waited, waited no time whatsoever. Yeah. I could tell like she was so devastated by her husband's death. Comfort me, Cisco. Damn, you got a, you're a real ball. That looks sexy. It's like, that is right. Now slob on my dog. I'm bald down there too. <laughs> they look the same. Prickly pear. <laughs> Eat my ball. <laughs> there was no reason for that. Everybody out there, if you want your partner to be more adventurous in, in sex, just start giving them commands in Cisco voice. Do it. Cleveland steamer. Even better if you're the female partner. Doing yes. That. It, does, it's, it doesn't matter. Just me. Just me. What plug? Look at the prostate. And we get back to the space station and um, fucking your girl, Dax, is hot. Like, she's dripping wet. She's like, man, Eddington was a real man. <laughs> what a romantic figure. I mean, despite his balding, he was really badass. And they're like, yes, yes, he was. And then the episode's over. And then Eddington's ghost is like, damn it. Now they think that after I'm dead? Man, I, you're telling me I could have fucked all of them? No. No, you couldn't. <laughs> I should have gone with Cisco when I had a chance. I'm sure it slowed him down, but he'd still made it. <laughs> yep, and that's the episode. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. What did you think, Dennis? Uh, it was okay. Like, I gave it a six, I guess. All right, all right. What about you, Jenny? Um, you know, I liked it. I... I felt like that weird I like the B story in a way almost better than the, the main story. But, <laughs> but 
but like they didn't connect like i always like when the they somehow overlap in some way or they they go together for some reason and i didn't feel like that they, 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 that they did that but i still enjoyed the episode so like six and a half all right what about you benjamin uh, i'm gonna give it a six and a half but i think um in a way they did connect i mean they didn't literally overlap each other but figuratively overlap each other because the the core i think the the, the theme behind each story was respect just like Nog had to gain the respect of the Ferengi, Eddington had to restore the respect he, you know, from Damsville. That was deep. So, I got yeah, and I really didn't make that connection until Jenny had, had pointed it out, and so I, I think on some. Although level, I don't think Eddington really cared if Cisco respected him or not. Yes, he did, and that's why Ben gets on Trek FM and we don't. <laughs> Because Ben's like all looking at deeper meanings and we're just making jokes about eating butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I like the jokes about eating butt. But Ben, it's, I mean, he, that, was a good, that was a good point, Ben. I got to give you credit for that one. That was good. Yeah. Well done, sir. So what do you, a lot of studying. What do you give the episode? 6.5. All right. I'm going to give the episode. I really like, as much as I hate Eddington, I really like his character, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I like the idea. I just think it's poor casting and I'm not going to let that interfere with my enjoyment of the episode i'm gonna give it a seven and a half because i really like the end of eddington's arc like i think it it puts a nice bow on the whole maquis storyline um uh, again i don't like the actor chosen but i like the he's not a good foil for no he's not i think they could have done better maybe with cal like a like a strong black man, like another, you know what I'm saying? Like a more intimidating presence on screen as opposed to just some fucking bald guy. Black guy is supposed to be more intimidating? No, I'm just saying a stronger presence, Dennis. <laughs> saying he's a thug? Yes, very much so. Check his backpack because he probably stole something from Quarks. What I'm I saying he is... Because he, now, Caldo showed up way earlier than... Eddington did. Like yeah. it was like birth of the Maquis. Era. Like season two, I want to say, like yeah. really so I, early. I think that'd be very interesting if they could have had like an ongoing story like that, where you. So there's the betrayal factor. They probably just couldn't afford Bernie Tate. <clears throat> no, nah, yeah, he's he's great. But that would have been a pretty, I that'd been pretty impressive to have him on, for like you know four or five years of just like every now and again he pops back up as 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 that foil for uh, Cisco. So yeah, I think that would have been a, a better, because there was more of a connection. This, yeah. it, it wasn't an officer that had briefly served under him. It was like his buddy from the academy. And they, yeah, because they didn't even really get along when Eddington worked for him. It's because he sucked. He's just not a good foil. Like, he yeah. doesn't present strength to me. Like, he's just kind of like whiny and like, uh, making fucking tomatoes is so awesome. <laughs> like, he's just kind of a hipster douche. Look at my ripped shirt. I've had this shirt. I'm just going to lay here and die. Yeah, like, I'm just not a fan. Like, I, I don't want to be doing that shit. Yeah, he'd have been all up in your face, but like, fuck you. Right. You know, so I don't know, man. I just think it would have been cooler yeah. if it was a different actor, but I like the I like the arc nonetheless. I even like the fact that it was an officer on his station, but I just think it's poor casting. Just poor casting. Would have been great if it was Roe. Yeah, yeah, it would have been awesome if it was Roe. You know, think about like just put anybody else in that situation. Think about if it was like, 
think if it was like fucking Chakotay. You know, like the guy, ben, what's his name, Robert Beltron? He'd have been cool because he's kind of, you know, he looks powerful on screen. He's kind of a bigger fella, you know. Or, you know, if they really wanted to commit to it, having Kira oh, join the Maquis and then he has to hunt her down. That would have been like some yeah. 2000, that would have been 2019 Star Trek shit. That's yeah. not, they, they weren't ready for that in 1996, no, you know. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. She would be killing everybody. And Kira Norris. Uh, the actress uh, is smarter than that because she wouldn't want to pull it Denise Crosby and leave that regular paper. <laughs> I was going to say, she, she wants that check. Yeah, because Denise Crosby thought she was hot shit and then she was fucking washing cars in the Paramount lot and they just felt sorry for her so they just kept bringing her back on the show. I was Fuck. in Pet Cemetery. Fine. We'll have another weird space-time continuum baby of you. Come on. I just need five dollars to get to Williamsburg. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll put you on the show again. Fine. That's a great callback. That's a great way to end the episode. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs>